0: hey guys welcome back to another episode today i'm on the floor with Frisia paco's i'm back <laughs> she's back because i made her <laughs> no,
1: always happy to be back thanks
0: i was like to be honest i was celebrating my 26th birthday this past weekend and so most of my time was just kind of spent hanging out with friends and stuff and so yeah Frisia. Was gracious enough to come help me and uh, record another episode with me.
1: Oh yes, I'm. I think I'm still recovering from Esther's birthday. <laughs> it was kind of a wild night,
0: was it? <laughs> but yeah, I went on to Instagram and I actually asked. Uh, if you guys had any questions for us and surprisingly a lot of you guys were curious actually like the majority of the questions were about career though and so i'm just gonna save that for another episode which i'll probably i'm gonna do with you too Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i feel like a lot of people are so curious about how we got our jobs and how you know what our goals are in the next five to ten years and (laughs) internship tips and everything like that so I feel like that deserves a whole dedicated episode.
0: Yeah, there's so many questions. So, we'll just do that probably for next week's episode. But today we're going to keep it a little bit lighter, a little bit more uh just casual. Um Shall we just dive in? Let's dive in. Let's dive we right have in. a load of
1: fun, lighthearted questions, so let's yes. just get them going. <laughs> all
0: righties, let's see. This one was actually kind of cute. My friend um Hiesel actually asked me this. She was like, "What's your favorite thing to eat when you're sad and when you're really happy?" I
1: feel like I have one dish <laughs> that goes for when I'm sad and when I'm happy and that's a bowl of pho. Oh, my God, that's
0: so you. I <laughs> yeah, know. That's, that's 100% you. I've
1: definitely eaten pho like during the worst times of my life. It's just very comforting. But also when I'm happy, I'm like, <gasps> I just want pho. Yeah, that's I love true. Pho. I've eaten pho while crying before.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> well, crying about what?
1: Oh, I can tell you out later. <laughs> oh, okay,
0: okay. Um for me when I'm sad, I don't think I really eat.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, if it's like genuine sadness, I probably don't have an appetite. Yeah,
1: yeah. Same.
0: Um, um but i guess in terms of comfort food it'd probably yeah. be something soupy for me too like yeah. a korean soup yeah or something. i agree i agree yeah something when i'm happy my happy food i don't know probably something, a dessert i have a sweet tooth so i don't have a sweet tooth for me
1: it's like savory tooth
0: so mm, actually, happy
1: and sad food is the same
0: yeah actually you and michelle both don't yeah. really have a sweet tooth yeah
1: all right next question
0: next question who does dobby like more someone actually asked me this <laughs> oh
1: my god okay dobby likes us both in different ways he I think just more looks to... at us very differently yeah, yeah yeah i think he might be more familiar with you because you actually like lived with him for mm-hmm. a month or two.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, for those of you who don't know dobby is our friend michelle's dog mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I guess that's all you need to know. It's
1: funny that someone asked that because we always like joke, kind of like being like, "Oh, who's the favorite emo? Come to the favorite auntie." <laughs>
0: he doesn't. He doesn't care. Yeah,
1: he literally doesn't give a shit.
0: Um, somebody asked also favorite TV show or movie at the moment.
1: Oh, I think it's the same for us. Startup. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's this new Netflix K drama called Startup. I watched it with Michelle over the weekend and then esther just watched it yesterday so we're both or we're all into that right now
0: i freaking cried at the the first part the first episode i think anything to do with family Mm. it it just like it hits a spot (laughs) yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. highly recommend um i think those were kind of like the more like rapid fire questions Mm -hmm. we had but a lot of people also had questions about about just like maintaining your well-being during COVID so how have you been doing that
1: lately I haven't (laughs) Mm -hmm. if I'm gonna be completely transparent I've been slacking so hard on working out and eating healthy it's because I went away on vacation Mm -hmm. recently and then ever since then it's just been like out the window all my workout routines and healthy eating so I'm mentally trying to get back on track, but it's, it's been hard because once I start and <laughs> once I like fall into a little hole that I'm like, Oh, it's just so hard to get back out. Um, but uh, I mean, I've always said this to people too, and to, you know, publicly on social media, but it's okay to go through ebbs and flows with yeah. your body, how you're eating, how you're working out. It's okay. because you know, it's it's just life. It's yeah. overall life, you know? Yeah. I mean, in terms of mental well-being, I actually just started therapy as well. Mm. So I think that's something else we can talk about. Because health-wise, like, I can always get back on track with eating. It's yeah. just It's just my willpower. Um, I don't think there's really a lot of, like, hard-hitting tips for that. Because you just got to do it. You just mm-hmm. got to start eating healthy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, how's,
0: how's therapy, though?
1: But therapy, I've only had two sessions so far. And... I don't know what to think about it yet, but I think it's good. Like, I'm looking forward to each session Mm -hmm. that follows. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now, I feel like I'm just in this very new exploratory phase. Mm -hmm. Um, My therapist is definitely trying to figure out, you know, what areas it is that we can work on and explore. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she's just, she's still learning about me. Mm. And I'm still... Trying to pinpoint what exactly it is I'm trying to get out of this, yeah. But the main things I going into therapy wanted to get out of it was like improving my communication skills with like loved ones because mm-hmm. I, when it comes to people that I'm close with, it's hard for me to verbalize like gratitude and affection and appreciation and that kind of stuff. It's just weird being like lovey dovey, and you know, yeah. I don't know why that's weird to me. So I'm trying to explore why that's weird to me.
0: Mm. Right? Oh, I. Yeah, but don't you think a lot of it has to do with your upbringing? And my- oh yeah, for sure. Okay,
1: for sure. So uh, with therapy, I know I know the reason why I'm like this. I'm pretty confident of like why I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I want to do with therapy is like, how do I improve? How do I get better?
0: Mm, okay.
1: And mm. then they kind of give you practices outside of therapy to improve what it is that you want to improve Uh, so it's not advice it's they're not saying go do this and go do that but let's say it's like you're feeling frustrated at this time take a moment and remember like kind of what whatever it is that they have the Mm -hmm. advice that they have for you not necessarily advice but like these pointers that they have for you Mm -hmm. um you go and take it and try to implement it into your real life
0: Mm. so it it just gets you like thinking
1: yeah right it's it's building habits
0: oh okay that's a good way of putting it yeah
1: oh yeah esther how are you maintaining your (sighs) (laughs) well-being
0: physically um, i think this is the most like lax i've been in terms of my physical health like in my adult years Mm -hmm. because prior to COVID I don't like I was I took my physical health very seriously but I feel like during COVID or in the past year it's I've shifted more of like a priority on my mental health and I think for me it was more a lot of like self-reflecting time um, I used to journal a lot not so much I'm trying to get back into it um, I always try to like dedicate time in the mornings just to like myself and um like i try to do qt like for me that just Mm -hmm. i think for me if i'm like if i feel like i'm in a good place in my like spiritual life i feel like emotionally i'm more healthy too and so i don't know it's just like trying to find a balance i think definitely i've i've prioritized more of my mental Mm -hmm. well-being than my physical Mm -hmm. during this time
1: yeah that's fine i mean they're both equally as important
0: yeah but i do (laughs) i do want to get back in shape yeah like that's like Starting to affect me now mm-hmm. mentally too. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, it's a, it's always a process. No one ever has it all figured um, out. Yeah, perfect. I mean, actually, maybe. But <laughs> props to you <laughs> if not, you do. They're not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not here. Irrelevant.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, let's see Oh, this question was actually kind of interesting. Someone asked, "Do you get depressed before your period?"
1: Well, I actually haven't had my period in over a year. And that's because I'm on the Nexplanon birth control. It's the oh, arm implant that you get. Uh-huh. It affects people differently. And I just happen to be one of those people that don't get periods anymore
0: mm-hmm.
1: on that. Um, so honestly, it's great. I hated <laughs> my periods. My periods are so painful, but I never went through like depression before it. Mm. I would, if I remember back on the times that I had my period. I was never a pmser i was never like kind of bitchy before my period mm-hmm. but i would get more sensitive like i would watch a movie that i've watched a million times and suddenly cry when i've never cried before i'm like why am i crying and then i'm like oh i might be getting my period next yeah week. um that happens but i don't get depressed
0: i think that's a very like extreme that's a very specific word i don't get depressed yeah, either yeah, yeah, yeah. but um I definitely, I feel like as I get older, my period symptoms are a lot more mental and emotional mm. than they are physical. Like when I was younger, I got a lot of cramps yeah, and it was yeah. like my back hurt and whatnot. But now it I think I do get more sensitive. I do get kind of sad mm. and like maybe a little irritable. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you first got your period?
1: I got it early. I got it oh. in fifth grade on April 1st. Like- <laughs> I remember because it was April Fool's Day. I was like, "Is this a joke?" <laughs> my heart dropped. I was like, "I just got my period," and I was so young, you know. And then I pulled my mom aside. I was like, I was. I took her to the parking lot. I was like, "I think I got my period," and she started crying. Um, she was like, "You know, that's like the moment your baby mm-hmm, becomes like
0: a woman, a
1: woman, and she like gets an, becomes an adult." She's no longer a baby, baby.
0: Oh, that's cute. Yeah, my mom. She ran to the grocery store and bought me cake and balloons, and we like celebrated. She's like, my daughter's a woman now. But back then, I was embarrassed because that means you started in elementary school too. I was in elementary school when I started, and you know how the bathrooms, like the toilets, are smaller and they don't have the little silver trash
1: can in those bathrooms because
0: most elementary school students they don't have their period you know and so i remember i would like secretly have to like take a pad out and wrap it and go outside and throw it away and like wrap like make sure it was wrapped obviously i didn't even think about that because
1: my school was different it it was structured and this is different for new york too new york standards i was in middle school in fifth grade Mm -hmm. so my elementary school would end at fourth grade and then fifth to seventh grade was middle school and then not, yeah, and then 8th to 12th grade was high school in my school district. It was really weird. What? Yeah, but yeah, that was never... Oh. I never actually thought of that because that was never a thing for me.
0: So you are never, like, ashamed?
1: I didn't tell people in 5th grade because mm-hmm. I was one of the first. Mm-hmm. So I was ashamed. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god, why did I get it, like, before everyone else? Yeah. And one of my friends actually got her period, too, in the same year. And she's was like... <gasps> I got my period and i was like me, me too <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: so cute. i started this show called pen 15 you should watch it it's on hulu pen 15 it's so funny it's like pen you know the one five it's like an is it's like penis oh. but, yeah. but the show it's basically like two 30 year old women playing like middle schoolers i think oh, they're like wow. 13 year olds so it's, it's it's supposed to be a joke but uh-huh. they the show just kind of goes through the awkward middle school stages of like your first crush uh, your period you're like everything it's really funny
1: um do you want to give me your hulu account <laughs> <laughs> all righty
0: <laughs> um all right so next question so someone said you guys look so confident and happy any tips for self-love <laughs> Are you confident and happy? <sighs> I think for me, it's a little work in progress. Or it always is.
1: It's a work in progress for everybody. Yeah. In different ways. Everyone is insecure about different things. So there's no one size fits all answer for this. Yeah, I agree. With I- that being said, I do feel like I am a little bit more confident, relatively confident, Um But that's because I feel like it's because I always, always uh, prioritize independence. Mm. And like I have a really strong sense of that. And I'm always trying to look for ways to improve and grow. So I feel like that helps me feel a little bit more secure with myself than maybe someone else who doesn't do that. I don't know if that makes sense. No,
0: I think that makes sense. And I feel like it also kind of comes with age. Like, mm-hmm. I think as you get older, you do start to value more of your individuality and like um, the little t- different quirks you have. Um, yeah. And you you just learn more about yourself and you start to find more things that you do like about yourself. And I think that helps. Yeah, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it definitely comes with age because yeah. you start caring less, too, about what everyone else thinks of you. Yeah and you're just you're a little bit more sure about what you like and don't like and the people you surround yourself with become closer and more um relevant to you and yeah you know you keep the real people around as you get older too so there's less time for bullshit
0: <laughs> um, um, um when do you find yourself comparing yourself to others most
1: I think I compare myself to others most when it comes to work. I'm mm-hmm. always like eyeing other people within the beauty industry, at least when I was like super focused on my nine to five. Mm-hmm. I was always just looking at like classmates and stuff. Cause everyone in my major and class, we were doing the same thing and mm-hmm. trying to work at the same places. So it was like hyper competitive. But I would always compare myself to the ones that like somehow got, you know, positions at X, Y, and Z company and i would always be like oh like what did they have that i don't have and like Mm -hmm. i'm so much better at them than this but like i'm like oh but they're so good at like excel maybe that's why they got the job Mm -hmm, (laughs) i don't know mm -hmm. i also think um i have another one while you think Mm -hmm. of your answer whenever someone our age gets engaged i'm like Uh, oh oh my (laughs) god okay wait that's
0: kind of a good one yeah yeah, it makes me, like, look at my life, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm just like, oh, my God, they found the one, and right. they're going to be happy. When am I going to find my person? That ring, that ring is fat. <laughs> am I going to have a fat ring? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, though? Like, uh,
0: Well, I think what you just said, the engagement thing, definitely mm. – um, I don't think it really crosses my mind unless obviously something triggers it and usually it's like someone comparing me. Like whether it's my mom, mm. like comparing me to another person. Mm. You know what I mean? Or like my boyfriend, they say something and like you know what I mean? It's mm, like mm, it's mm, always mm. someone else triggers it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah. really cross my mind mm. if gotcha. no one says something. Yeah. Oh, so some people had some questions about t- toxic friends. Oh, you know, a lot of people ask that. Why? I don't know. I think know. everyone's going through some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, first of all, like, how do you devi- define a toxic friend?
1: Isn't it just like fake friends? Is that Friends the same with thing? ulterior motive. Friends who are manipulative and conniving and yeah. want the worst for you and petty drama. If that's the case, just cut them out.
0: that's okay so that was the question actually they said how to handle friend oh wait no the question was so the question was what do you do if your friend is toxic do you just cut them off
1: oh yeah for me personally i've done that in the past i just cut them off i just distance myself no conversation needed
0: really if
1: i see that they're they want the worst for me and i see that they're talking shit behind my back and um their intentions are just bad then i don't need to explain myself i just need to remove you from my life or i need to remove myself from your life that's i like that better let's say someone some, one of your friends was like oh my god esther i love your podcast like you're doing such an amazing job yeah and then you find out later that she said to you know mm-hmm. sally mm-hmm. she said to sally my god, Esther's podcast is so dumb. Mm. Like, I don't know what, like, who she thinks she is. Like, she probably is, like, I don't know. Like, she's not even fun. Like, she's so boring. Would you want that person to stick around? Heck no. Exactly. (laughs) So you just cut them off. No explanation needed. And, like, I'm sure that person, you didn't have a close relationship with that person to begin with, right? If if that person was close to you, would you be more forgiving? I think I still would be like, uh, F you, goodbye.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's just it's so easy to say that, but then I feel like in those moments I definitely still would just ignore it, forget. Mm. I don't know. Actually, I don't know what I would do. I've never really yeah. g- gotten into a situation like that, yeah. so like I honestly, I don't know how I would react. I think I definitely would be hurt, but yeah, I I but I think just knowing my personality, cutting them off just cold turkey. It would be very hard for me. Mm,
1: that's easy for me.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> you need to teach me then. I I'm mean, a <laughs> <laughs> But I think thankfully we haven't, you know.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Run into that. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot for that to happen, regardless. And that that stuff happens in high school. I've never dealt with that in my adult years.
0: No, but then see, we say that, but like, there is a reason why so many people are asking this. Like, how do you deal with toxic friends? Like, what should I do? i feel mm. like it it is kind of it's happening
1: a lot of jealousy a lot.
0: yeah A lot of, like i don't think it ever has to be to the extreme of like mm. what we just like gave examples of because sometimes it always... can be because uh-huh, sometimes it could just uh, be like little things here and there
1: i think it's just a lack of communication at that point then communicate mm. how you're feeling and your needs in an open and honest non-aggressive way mm Otherwise, you're just building up resentment and it's just going to blow up in your face one day. Yeah, that's that's, true. that's just a lot of resentment building up. I don't think it's... It works two ways. How is the other friend ever going to know you're feeling some type of way about their behavior if you never voice it? Yeah. they can't read your mind. So just like any relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, friendships, you have to voice anything that bothers you in a positive way. Yeah, It can't be like... You're, you're so like this, you're so like that. But it's like, when you, when this happens, it makes me feel blank, you know, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. and And I
0: feel like once that conversation starts, it, like, you'd be surprised maybe like they have some things on their mind too. And I feel like, honestly, after conversations like that, it's when you get closer to a friend too. Or, or it could be that you guys are just, you know, not compatible as friends at all and you guys end there. Mm -hmm. I guess it is like a relationship. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's why friendships are hard. Mm -hmm. Well, someone did have a specific question. They were like, "How do you handle friendships when one person is inconsiderate and not putting in the effort?"
1: Oh, I've I've definitely been through this. I've been through this with like my recently? L.A. best friend, mm-hmm. and I would always fly to uh, what it, What's what's called? I would always fly to L.A. for her to see her, make the actual effort, initiate the conversations. And then after a while, I was like, she never comes to me like she never like initiates conversation. I bet you we wouldn't even be talking if like I didn't text her first. And Mm -hmm. a lot of that resentment started piling up. And then I actually talked to her about it. I was like, hey, like I just I basically voiced everything I just said. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm always going to you. And like, I feel like we wouldn't even talk if. You know, I didn't make the first move and stuff, and I just feel like this is very one-sided. Um, and she was just like, "I'm so sorry." She's a lot softer than me, so I think she felt really bad. But, but me now, I look back at that and I'm like, "Oh, uh, like this goes back to the whole expectation thing that mm-hmm. I talked to you about with all your friends separately."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's because I, because I'm so willing to go above and beyond for you, I expect the same. But you can't place that on other people because people are different. Mm. Not everyone thinks the way you do. Not everyone acts the way you do and is willing to do what you do.
0: I mean, kind of, I kind of talked about this with like my friends in last week's episode two, where, yeah, like each, like friendships, in order for it to work, you have to meet each other halfway though. And you guys both need to understand, like, what makes this friendship work? Because what works, like let's say what works with you, it won't work with like another friend of mine mm-hmm. because just every dynamic is different. Your like every person is different. Mm-hmm. And so it's like understanding that. And then um, I think once both parties have an understanding of that, that's when you can make it work, mm-hmm. you know? So there might be people who just, they're not good at reaching out first. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not good about checking in on people or like that's just not who they are yeah. which it doesn't mean that they don't care about yeah, you yeah, as yeah. a friend
1: they could still have so much more love for you and
0: mm-hmm. okay so moving on though someone asked first date you've ever been on Do you first, remember when was it um i remember mine because mine was with um, my first boyfriend
1: oh yeah you start
0: <laughs> mine was in 10th grade, 10th grade. Um, I was like 16 and we went to the movie theater. We watched a scary movie and I actually had my first kiss on my first date. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. okay. It was, um, I did not know what I was doing and I didn't know he was going to come in for a kiss either. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was, um, but it was fun. We just, we watched a movie. We went to go eat after and then he dropped me off.
1: I really can't remember my first date. Like, what did I do? I had my first, and I'm gonna use air quotes for this boyfriend in Mm -hmm. my freshman year of high school. Mm. It was barely a relationship, but maybe they weren't even dates though. I guess, uh, I don't even know.
0: Okay, what'd you guys do though?
1: Like, we would just like drive around because he was a senior when i was a freshman Mm -mm -mm. so he would like drive me around after school or pick me up in the morning to go to school together and like it was just a lot of high school stuff maybe going to the movies
0: okay so somebody also asked have you ever approached a guy you like Uh, (gasps) are you the type to initiate
1: no not really
0: ever like you've never slid into someone's dms or like hit on on someone at a bar or no really Mm -mm. how about when you like someone do you make it pretty obvious or like you give him signs or do you kind of play it cool until he shows you interest
1: i play it cool until there's somewhat of interest shown but i will make myself a little bit more open and available to him so I will, mm, if uh-huh. we're in the same room physically, then I will be near him and then, like, try to join in on any sort of conversation that I hear around me mm. so that it's more open. And then if he's asking me things or if I ask him things, I try to read how interested he is or might be. If he's asking me questions, then I'll, like, give him, like, full honest answers.
0: Mm. Not just, like,
1: one word. Like, oh, yeah, no. Um.
0: So you try to get him to, like, know you more and, like
1: i just physically try to be around them more and if i feel like they're interested then fine if i feel like they're not then i just all right on to the next
0: <laughs> wait really yeah oh i need more like i need to be more like you sometimes you i don't know how to play it cool yeah what, this- i like you <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't blatantly say I like you, but I'm so obvious when mm, that's so cute. Uh, I like no, it's not. It's never worked out for me. <laughs> it's not cute. No. Um, I think it comes out more when I'm drunk. Yeah, like I'm like very that video forward. Of you. <laughs> yeah, like, I gotta hold Shh. his
1: hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, basically that's me. Yeah. Um, I get. I think yeah, like play. A l- Playing a little hard to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, does you can't help. be so easy. Yeah, I think when there's a little mystery, it makes people seem more like enticing in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's something I'm working on. Because <laughs> mm. mm. oh. I'm an open bug.
1: <laughs> oh, little Esther. Oh, little
0: Esther. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I don't know if someone was just asking us to ask us or if they wanted advice, but I don't think there's like one way to get someone. I've heard stories where my friends were so forward and it worked out and they're like together and so happy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There has to be mutual attraction for that to work anyways. Yeah. So if we were to give any sort of advice, I would say put yourself around them at least and then gauge their interest level. If they're looking at you or like you start meeting eye contact with them and uh, maybe the eye contact lingers for a second too long, or like
0: wow, you pay
1: attention to all of that, <laughs> or or like they're asking you questions, and you know, just try to read the vibes, and if there's some sort of interest, maybe in like that, because I feel like when a guy's interested in you, it's fairly obvious
0: that's true Actually, they're that's not true. they're
1: not just like stone hard to read cold wall hard to read like no signs whatsoever they will make some sort of signs yeah like, they'll make some sort of move too and it's it's not that hard to tell if you can't tell at all chances are he's not into you yeah
0: that's very true right yeah because no, a
1: guy tr- will pursue a girl he's interested in
0: yeah but that could also be Off of like initial impressions though. So like that doesn't mean it can't change. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, yes. He's probably not interested. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's all the time we have for today. I might do another like Q&A next time. With Um, the career questions? Oh, well that one I'm doing for sure. That will be next week's episode. Just answering all of your guys' like career specific questions. And then if there are any other questions that I get later today maybe just save it but um yeah keep sending them and don't forget to subscribe to Frija paco's <laughs> <laughs> youtube channel oh. she just posted something
1: today oh yes i just posted a video with the j bros um they're these two guys on youtube one you guys might know is dr john new the k-pop dentist yeah. and Jason <laughs> key who is the phd engineer they're both really smart guys really funny mm. they talk about k-town a lot so we did a little collab and we played we're not really strangers got to know each other mm-hmm. talk about some tmi questions as well so <laughs> if you guys want to check it out head to my youtube channel Which all is... my socials are just freesia park can you spell it f r e e s i a P-A-R-K. <laughs> you always say it like that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so you can find her on Instagram, YouTube, all of that. Uh, just type out Friesia Park. And uh, I will be back with her again next week answering all of the career questions. Alrighty.
1: Alrighty. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one.
0: Uh, oh, is that your sign-off? Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.